work for Europe. God damn Episode it. What? <laughs> Episode one. Episode one with our new host, right? The one and only Prince Albert. <laughs> Good evening, gentlemen. Yeah, we got a, a little uh, help from Albert. It's getting to be a lot of work for Matt and me to get all this stuff set up, so be nice to have somebody join us have and to take lie, care of some of it. You don't, you know, just be honest. It's be a honest lot of about... work for you. For me, yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. I remember when you asked me, I said it was a lot of work. You want to start a podcast? No, it's too much work. Mm-hmm. So people don't like. What if they think that I'll that I have anything to do with it? Yeah. With with the editing and stuff. And we have a guest here. I, I think we'll just skip our what we did this week because we have to introduce Albert, and we got. Uh, Wait a minute! I found a program online, Matt. That if I type if I type somebody's name in, it tells me how to pronounce it. <laughs> so, ah, that's perfect for you. So we got Timo Savoklos from T Yeah, that's close. Handmade that's close. knives. Good enough. Yeah, yeah, hey. I'll take it. <laughs> it's good. Hello, thank you uh, for having me. Wonder boy. I'm not sure about that, but I guess thanks. You, you went from from nothing to kick ass in a very short time, so wonder boy. Yeah, I took some. Uh, yeah, I put some time in it. It wasn't uh, wasn't without uh, struggles, but uh, yeah, thanks. So you started in like 2020, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah, very, uh, yeah, I should say uh, 2020. I, I I was trying a little bit in 2019, but it was uh, in my barbecue hardening and just with an old saw blade. But in 2020, I really started diving into it and uh, going down the rabbit hole, yeah. Yeah, that's where all uh, the serious stuff uh, started. You have on Instagram, you got your first knife, I think, that you ever made of the first two knives. That's... Uh... Something you don't see too often with with makers. They don't like to show those things. But I like to see the progress it, over the four yeah. years. It went yeah, sure. very quickly. Yeah, I mean, when I started, I uh, I saw all the beautiful knives and I thought, wow, what am I doing wrong? But it it's normal that everybody starts with shitty knives. And yeah, I, I thought maybe it will help um, new makers to see that the first knives can be shitty, and you just have to make sure the next one are better. Work for it, right? Yeah. Exactly. Damn straight. It's almost with everything. It's like the first ones are always shitty, except for our podcast. <laughs> How about you, Albert? How was your first knife? I still, I still have it. I use it um, in the kitchen still, um, but it's of course it's horrible. I mean, the plunge lines are uneven. <laughs> the handle is um, asymmetrical and stuff. So. But it, it, I mean, even that if was it's a shitty, feature, right? Yeah, it was. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a right-handed was, cut. It, no, it was a mistake. Okay. Um, but but it's it's still a working knife, so um, that's why I kept it. It, it works. It's not pretty, okay. um, but it, it works. So I'm not gonna throw away a piece of steel that that's, that works. So I kept so it. So does it remind you of Keith every time you look at it? <laughs> <laughs> 
No. <laughs> like it not being pretty, but it works? No, no. I, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I uh, got my first... Working. I still have my first knife hanging up uh, when I first started. It was like you wanted to do everything. I made my own shitty micarta. There's like air bubbles in it and everything. And, and the handle's way too small. It's like a three-finger handle. <laughs> nice. You should sell that one. I'll buy it. I was waiting. I was waiting for a three-finger joke from you, Matt. Nope. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I'm not a pervert. Uh, so Timo is uh, another Dutchman. We got two Dutchmans on. Yes, sir. Two Dutchmans and one. No, two Austrians. Depends on what you're talking about. I could be Austrian or American. It depends on yeah, what we're talking about. Yeah. You're like a, a Mosterian. I'm, I'm, <laughs> that was bad. Shit. Yeah. Uh, hey, so I was trying to sign on tonight. Uh, this isn't Wank <clears throat> of the Week. This is just a, a normal topic. Instagram, for some reason, every time I... So I, I got three accounts. I got the Knife Material AT... We got the uh, Klingon for Gutis that we're working on the charity project and mm -hmm. the podcast. And every time I tried to sign on to the knife material for some reason, it would log out and say I had to do my password and like error, try again. I thought we might not be able to get on the show tonight, but it worked. Good. That's some bullshit. Technology. I don't it's have great. any of that. Yeah. Thank Timo. fuck, because I hate it. Timo doesn't have those problems either, right? Nope. <laughs> it's all smooth sailing. Maybe Instagram just hates Austrians. So Timo is one of the uh, guys that's working on a charity knife for us. As, yes. As I well am. as Albert. Okay, have you cool. started already? Uh, designing and thinking about the handle and finish and I just try I wanna wanna see if I can give it a little uh, uh, little something extra it's not gonna blend in it's gonna stand out a little bit but yeah I'm not sure how it's uh, gonna work out but uh, I'll get there I'm just mm -hmm. having uh, two knives that are about to get finished just need the handles and then it's uh, all on the on the charity knife so it's uh it's gonna work out i'll get there so is it gonna be like an auction or or what is it gonna be so uh we're working with kinderlaken um it's a charity for kids that um like underprivileged kids that need mm -hmm. i don't know could, could be anything from medical supplies to school things or whatever new toys and no no toys um <laughs> And 20 knives, the same exact blade shape, and anybody can do whatever they want with the handle. Um, this year, we're only doing a mono steel just to keep it simple. And you will be able to buy, buy uh, tickets live at the knife show in Solingen and also online. So you buy your tickets, and 20 names will be drawn, and 20 people will win one knife from 20 of the awesome knife makers. We have a great lineup. How much is a ticket gonna be? Ten, you know? ten euros. Ten euros. So, 
we weren't really sure on prices, but we talked with the charity. Uh, we were we were thinking fifteen, and the charity said um, they've done this quite a few times before. Um, if you do something like ten euros, people are more inclined to buy two tickets instead of just one. Okay. So even though it's a lower price, I think uh, I think it'll work out in our favor. Yeah, as long as we raise enough money to buy to buy like ten. I don't care what the price is. What um, yeah. when are they available? Um. So. The rules in Germany are you can only do, um, I don't know what you call it, a tombola or something like that. Albert, what is yeah, the English raffle. word for it? I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I think it's tombola. Uh, yeah, like yeah. A, mm-hmm. Is it a yeah. raffle? It's, yeah, so it's a raffle, but in the rules in Germany are you can only run a raffle for seven days for a maximum amount of time. So mm-hmm. seven days before the knife show ends, it's just the 12th, seven days before that, you'll be able to buy tickets online. And uh, the last two days in person at the show, so, or what? Like, what if you held, held a raffle? That's that's twelve days. Then <laughs> Johnny Law comes and locks you up. Fucking Germans, man! Yeah. Fucking Germans. That's how it is. Mm-hmm. Albert, have you started on your knife yet? I printed out the template. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you really we, we really got like the, the the guys that are going for it. I can tell one thought <laughs> about it and one printed out a template. <laughs> and mine's been like almost finished for about five months now. Oh wow! <laughs> but with you, you it's gonna start. Start. But, but but it's gonna take you another two months to do it, right? So. I know that's why that's why I started as soon as I knew what the template was gonna look like. I started, but, but mine's uh. Mine's like, if you win mine, it's like last place knife for sure. These other guys are way better. Like I was last, yeah. I went last week to uh, Tobias Hangler's and he had like 20 knife makers and there was probably like, I don't know, 40 knives on the table in his shop with like a bag of carrots and a bag of potatoes and they were all cutting them and listening to how the, how the carrot cut, if you could hear it crack and all the details are there. So like into the grinds Holy and stuff, fuck. it's way out of my league. <laughs> you don't test your knives? Yeah, of like, course. Like but that? I, I, but I don't really have anybody close by like that to compare. And like, ah, I see, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is. That is. We don't all have like a Jeroen Knippenberg in our, uh, in our back pocket. <laughs> it's, it's, it's perfect. <laughs> it's my, uh, yeah, it's my little joker. Yeah. So you worked a lot with him in the beginning? With um, uh, Knippenberg? Yeah, well, he he helped me a lot over uh, over Instagram just via uh, chatting, and I've mm-hmm. been to his workshop. I think it's now four or five times. And he just uh, introduced me to uh, forging, which I can't do unfortunately in uh, in my workshop because it's too small and too many neighbors and stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah, we do discuss a lot and we discuss um, uh, design, but also like geometry and show each other the knives we make and see where we can. Uh, make them better so yeah it, it was really helpful and Jeroen has uh, so much knowledge about heat treatment and steel and everything so uh, yeah it's uh, it's really helpful yeah, I think he also uh, you also uh, I don't know if he like got you onto that or you him but it seems like you guys are also sharing a passion of making pizzas yeah um 
Yeah, yeah, we do, but I'm not sure who started it. I think we 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 rolled into it quite at the same time. We 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 both really like food, so that's uh, that's also discussed yeah. when we when we meet. Yeah. But I'm not sure who started it, but uh, yeah, it's true. Pizza. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't like pizza? It's very annoying to see because Why? it always makes me hungry as fuck when I'm looking at it. Yeah, I can yeah. imagine. It's not that hard. No, it's not. But it just takes time. Yeah. Nice. But it's really helpful to have some uh, some other knife makers around, and um, we also had um, Patrick over a couple of times, and he's. Uh, He's also very knowledgeable and he's such a different kind of maker. He's so fast and yeah, totally different style of knives. It's it's really helpful to, to discuss and to meet up in person if you have the possibility. He's an awesome guy. Yeah, he's cool. He's, he's fucking crazy. Yes, <laughs> I like yes. him. I like him a lot. Yeah. Hat- a good Patrick who? A block. Yeah, good dude. Mm-hmm. Block, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know him. I think that uh, yeah, I know from Instagram. You guys, act, you guys actually have a lot of knife makers in in Holland. In, uh, yeah. Holland, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm starting to notice that too. Yeah, so more than I expected when I started. They're also yep. uh, way way better than the Austrian makers. <laughs> I don't know about that. What do you think, Albert? I disagree. Of course. <laughs> we should so we do got a competition. A... Right, I can end the competition right here. We got Kamon and Hangler and Huber. <laughs> so. And Albert. They also have you, and you have to compete. So. That'll yeah, I'll like bring drop the up. average down to like uh, a lot. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank God I'm not a knife maker. Why? Why, thank God? So, so, so I don't have to compete. No, you don't need to compete. You just have to <laughs> make have fun. I mean, in regards of the, of the competition. So, Albert, are you liking your first... Uh, Podcast is one of the so best podcasts. Sure, but I've been here. I've been on here before. That <laughs> it's kind of weird, right? No, it's not. It's actually but, fun. But you're in your own house now. No, I'm in the office. No, but I mean, like this podcast is in your own house. Ah, now, okay. So you're, you're not a guest anymore. Yeah. No, it's awesome. I'm super happy happy to join you guys because I really enjoyed the episode um, we did, and I think um, it's a very cool podcast project like a european um, knife making podcast that's been missing yeah true true. fill in the gaps yeah you've Mm. been um that's what keith told me is you were uh like on the same uh idea we just started uh like before you did yeah (laughs) yeah you you, you guys were faster because when i first heard about the work for europe podcast i thought it's gonna be like the work for it podcast um of Brian House, mm. that's that's more um, like industrial stuff and machining and, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's like 
it's European style, so we can do whatever we want. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. that, 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 that's why I was talking to Keith about the uh, European knife making podcast. Um, um, but but I mean that's what worked for it. Europe is now, which is yeah. perfectly fine. But I I had a different. Um, I thought that it's going to go in a different direction when I first heard about the Work for a Europe podcast. But it's even better um, <laughs> if it's a pot, if it's a knife making and bladesmithing podcast. Mm. So. Yeah, uh, your podcast was number one for a long time. You actually just got beat by uh, Sheer Knives, moved up to number one. Oh, okay. oh did he now? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. He's a good dude as well. He helped me also a lot in the beginning. Yeah, he is a very helpful guy. Absolutely. He's been and also a pizza lover. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Ninja Turtle lover. Yeah. He like pizza. Yeah, true. <laughs> and a very nice guy. Yeah. yeah. He's very he's, helpful, he's, very kind. Yeah. Always mm -hmm. takes time to help. And it's always fun. Have you met him in person? No, not yet. Um, Okay. We have we have been trying to uh, to meet up, but uh, yeah, it's busy life. Uh, are you coming to Solingen this year? I'm not sure. I, I don't yes, think he so, is. But <laughs> I, I will I will at least try, but it's, it's... because he's gonna be there. Um... Okay, okay, that's cool. Well, when is it yeah. exactly? We're just gonna yeah. have to bombard the group and just make everyone go, Timo. Yeah, maybe we should. It, the show is uh, May 11th and 12th. It's not and too you, far you're away. You're actually no? not too far away. No, that's what I no. thought. Is you you have to bring us your knife, too. So. <laughs> May 11 as well, okay. Just put it Matt in your be... agenda. And then just say yeah, like, I'm just checking. Matt will pick you up. You're going to drive right by his house anyway, Matt, right? He lives like in the, in the like, I think, uh, where are you at, Timo? Uh, in the south, Maastricht. All yeah, the way, yeah. That's, all the way in the south. That's, that's like in fucking in Spain for me. It's yeah, almost can, Belgium. You can drive a, you can almost drive a in Belgium in like an hour. Uh, if I throw a brick wheel hard, I can hit some Belgiums. Yeah, but if also I Germany is really a, close. Yeah, but Germany is close to all of us, so that yeah, doesn't that's count. True. We're surrounded by fucking German country. <laughs> so Albert's been working uh, on a new project gonna show up in my uh in my website pretty soon albert will you do you want to tell the guys what you've been working on or is it too early no i mean i finished the first 10 today so and you posted them already on instagram anyway yeah it was a good teaser the, it was the, very the, mysterious it, it was the, annoying the, the, sh the shitty photo i took last night <laughs> <laughs> Keith posted it on Instagram right away. But yeah, it looked like a, like a proper teaser. Yeah. No, it's a um, dummy handle for hidden tang knives to ah, hold on to your blade when you're grinding um, the bevels. Ooh. So no more old uh, broomsticks with a hole in it. Yeah, because they suck, you know. Yes. <laughs> and they're dangerous. They're dangerous. They suck. The tang gets loose or the blade yeah. I mean, they're just annoying. So um, yeah. we've been prototyping a, a dummy handle for, I mean, the, the first one we built was out of wood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Then we made one out of aluminum. Mm. Um, so we milled um, the slot and we, we tapped the holes and so. Um, 
which also sucked because um, the, the, the threats didn't um, um, hold up. Okay. Um, so we made one out of steel, which was too heavy. <laughs> <laughs> so now like it's titanium. And so so we, if we, we even hardened the steel. We made one out of 012 steel, which mm. was way too, too heavy. Yeah. Um, and then we did, decided to 3D print them. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, and they work fine. So we've been testing the 3D printed ones for, I don't know, four or five months now. But is it, I want a fixed, is, is it like a fixed uh, uh, width for the, for, the, for the tank or is it like with a screw so you can No, there is there are screws coming in from okay. the side, th ah, okay, three nice. screws. Um, and you, I mean, they work without any tools. Um, so they're round screws, so you can undo them without using any, without having to use any tools. Ah, I see, nice. Um, and you can um, load in very long tanks because the, the back is open and they're symmetrical. So if you ruin the, the threads that go in, you can turn, can turn it around 180 degrees and you can use the screws from the other side. And That's there's going to be two versions, um, uh, one with the 45 angle and one with a rounded angle. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. Looking forward to them, especially on the little, yeah, when, uh, little knives. Yeah, it's when really helpful. When you when you say testing them, you not only test them, but you've been using them in your um, in your forging classes. classes and stuff too. Yeah, so yeah, cool. yeah we've been months. grinding. Yeah, and we've been grinding all our hidden tang knives with them, and also our students. Um, and back when we started, we had one um, good dummy handle, and there was always a fight who gets to use the good one. <laughs> so so we did so we decided to do more prototypes for. Is it like a new thing? I haven't seen it. No, to be honest. I've Very seen a lot cool. of guys with the broomsticks, but yeah, I mean that's mm. how how it how it usually starts or how mm, you start. Yeah, mm. I mm -hmm. I used to just put uh, vice grips on mine, so okay, this yeah, is definitely that's, an improvement. But, yeah. but that's super dangerous. Yeah, and, and uncomfortable yeah, as so. well. And you already get. Um, an impression of how the finished knife is going to look like because especially if you do the 45 or use the 45 dummy handle it, it looks like an octagonal handle already so yeah. you get an impression of how the finished knife is going to look like yeah like like a wah handle almost yeah like a wah handle like, yeah a bit bigger um due to construction uh, mm -hmm. uh, reasons but yeah um are you going to sell the plants no we're going to sell the, the finished product is because they're, they're, they're actually hard to print. Um, I, I was I had to go to, I mean, I first went to a friend of mine um, to print them. And he, he um, they always came out with flaws. Um, there was artifacts, there was cracks. and it was stuff. So then I went to a professional 3D printing company, had them um, redo the whole construction. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but then, the file is good now. The file is good, but it depends on how you slice. Um, I think it's called slicing in 3D printing. It depends on how you slice um, the object. And the guy who, who prints them now for me, um, he had to uh, manually somehow change the cheat code because the slicing was not correct. Um, so sounds complicated. I have no idea about 3D printing. <laughs> me neither. I would, I would argue or I would like advise to make it so that you can sell the plants. But why would I sell the plants when it's going to be a cheap product anyway? It, it can't be too expensive. because It people... is if you want to sell it overseas, where 
a shit ah, ton oh, of yeah, more, for, more for, customers are going to be. Yeah, for, for, for overseas, I'm, I'm willing to sell the plants, yeah. But you okay. can't. Brian, Brian, if you're listening, give us a call. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Cheeky. He has a printing farm. And if it's a good product, then talk to him because he is willing to collaborate. Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely. But then we would have to change the plants um, because uh, we are using a metric M4 screws and M4 flags, and then would they would have whatever they. No, the thread is the same. M4, they have M4 screws over there. Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. It just, it, it just, it's just a different. Um, how do you say that? They call it something different, like yeah, one thousand like, seven inch fourteen ah, okay. millionth or something like okay. that. But are they readily available over there, or is it? But it, no, but but the the thing, uh, I, like what I would do is I would just um, have Brian. I don't know if he wants that. I'm just maybe I'm talking out of my ass, and he's not. Uh, he doesn't want it at all. But it's it's like if it's your design and you want to collaborate with house made and uh, i mean talk to him and he'll he's very good with uh with 3d printing so mm -hmm. if there's any problem with it but it, it would be just like him selling the product in america yeah that'd be awesome yeah, yeah he wants it i think it's like a, a 1620 or something in some crazy thread if it's you if it's something that it's uh, like it's not available yet get, get it over to him yeah, but even if they have to change the plants, um, Brian seems to be very good at um, 3D yes. printing and construction and, yes, and, and software he'll probably and stuff. Want, so he, he can he easily will. adjust it to the stuff they have over there. So Yeah, um, and, and he can just like put like his awesome uh, logo in there. And then it's going to sell like crazy, right? With his logo. he touches, he sells. <laughs> We have to do that before Tuesday when the episode. Comes yes, out, that's so. that was my next thing. Like do that before Tuesday because you're gonna. <laughs> like yeah, it's a good thing. I'm looking it's forward to trying thing. one. Yeah. It's gonna and it's gonna be called Oxgrip because our side business is Ox Tools Forge and Steel, and that's gonna be the Oxgrip. Cool. <laughs> nice. It's a great. That's a great name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you came up with the name, right? Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> You, before you just called it the dummy handle. I, yeah, even worse, the hidden tank dummy handle. Oh my God. <laughs> it just rolls I off know. the tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? that sounded very Schwarzenegger. Yeah, but it's a shitty name, but it tells you right away what it is. I That's mean, true. Top dummy handle. <laughs> I think when you hear ox grip and everybody's like the ox grip, the ox grip, and nobody knows what it is, you got to look it up and you find it and then you, like, ah, yeah. you got to have it, you know? That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. So, uh, so I'm Brian, curious how the, list, the listeners. I'm curious how the listeners think it works out here on the podcast with four people. I I kind of feel like Timo might be getting lost in this conversation. Yeah, when it starts going about 3D printing, I'm uh, I'm I'm zoning out. This is way too <laughs> way too compli complicated for me. Says the guy who makes knives. Jesus Christ. 3D printing is so simple. I have everything 3D printed by a friend of mine, so uh, I yeah. don't have to worry about that. And what kind of stuff do you 3D print? Are you doing like prototypes for handles and stuff like that? No, or? no, 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 no. I just have uh, uh, the like the belt holders from uh, the the free plant from uh, from Brian. 
mm-hmm. I had, uh, had those print, but also he does uh, my uh, laser engraving and stuff. So all the knives that get more than just my logo, they, he uh, laser uh, laser uh, etched them. And also the some of the wooden straw blocks that I uh, used to make, they also you get the... Yeah, they'll come you should make eventually. More. Yeah, yeah, I know. Keith wants to sell them. Uh, does he? Sure. Yeah. He'll sell everything. He doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We sell the, only the good stuff. This is good stuff, man. I have a few. I, I think I have one left, by the way. It's, oh, I've you... used it with the one I saw. I can't sell it. Okay. Yeah, I think you bought like five or something, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's right, quite a lot of uh, quite a lot of work to make for me because I, I only have my uh, my big uh, well big well my, uh, my my grinder, so all the sanding has to be done on that and uh, with hand sanding and stuff. Can, yeah. can you not call that thing a big grinder? No, <laughs> this one isn't that big. It's, it's a cute one. <laughs> it's a cute cute little grinder. Yeah, I, I need to upgrade to a real big grinder. Real what big. kind of grinder are you using? And a, a modified Botko. He has. I think it's it's one out of two Botkos in the world that can fit uh, a true tilt table. Yeah, with a little uh, elbow grease and uh, a little bit of uh, manipulating, it it fits and it works. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like the Botko only has like one receiver. Yeah. 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 So, but his has two receivers now. Yeah, I got. Ah, uh, cool. I got a guy yeah. uh, that um, welded it on, and now it works. But, uh, every little thing is uh, is upgraded on it, except for the VFD and the motor. So I have a different. Uh, you have a Batco too, right, Albert? Yeah, two Batcos. Like the big one, the three thousands, or the small ones. The mainly ninety four. Um, uh, he has the original one, uh, Timo. Ah, like the okay. real Batco. Ah, the old yeah. school ones. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the it one, works for uh, me. That's... The one in Holland is, 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 is basically just a reseller. Ah, I see. Yeah, it, it, it served me good, but uh, yeah, using uh, different grinders has uh, made me uh, realize that an upgrade isn't, uh, isn't <laughs> a bad thing. But also like the, the availability of the belts, it's uh, it's annoying. What's the belt size on yours? Uh, I think it's uh, sixteen fifty. Fifty by sixteen fifty. Uh, yeah, shit. fifty by sixteen fifty. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that, that's so weird. That's okay. very weird. Yeah. Now yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. I have Just them in stock for two you people. You do, right? Yeah. 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 Now yeah. I have. Yeah. I wonder what the reasoning was behind that why he chose that size well the whole thing is made out of aluminum so maybe it's weight and strength issues I don't know. is it completely mm-hmm. aluminium no it's Mo- not. no not not completely but most things are yeah, really, the for- really you have thin. the for- yeah the 1400 i think yeah. it's the it's like thin stainless steel the yeah. frame yeah. and uh every uh like machine thing is aluminium yeah, yeah true even yeah. the the yeah. back plate was aluminum yeah, that was really. Uh, can you imagine a backplate out of aluminium? Sorry. <laughs> like, can you imagine using no. a backplate out of aluminium? Yeah, I think the first knife I made it was already dented and, and warped and everything. So that was the first thing that I changed. 
Yeah. Yeah, the small Batco grinders are super light. Yeah. We also bought we also bought one. You ha- I mean, if you want to have a proper grinder, it has to be heavy, because yeah. then only then you can use longer belts. Yeah. True. Um, and still have a stable grinder because with the with the light aluminum ones, <laughs> they're jumping off the table. Yeah. Like, uh, well, I would pretty- argue that it's a thing here in 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 Europe because the the original two by seventy two that's like eighteen fifty in in our size, mm-hmm. and um, like it's it's a lot more stable for your for this type of grinder. It really makes mm-hmm. a difference because the yeah, tooling arms they go out like uh, a lot further out, and it's it's yeah. harder to get it stable. It's really a difference. I I've had like a lot of belts, and uh, like the metric version of the Revolution also uh, it can also take the the original two by seventy two belts, mm-hmm. and um, it, it really makes a difference because yeah. it's so close and so sturdy. Mm-hmm. But the heavier Batco, Batco grinders can also take 50 times 2,000 yeah, pounds yes, without yes, yeah, problems. Yeah. But of course, I mean, we don't use the Batco grinders anymore. We completely um, switched over to the Revolution and the, the 75. Can imagine. Grinders. One day. One day I will. <laughs> Yeah, the 75 is nice. Uh, my first grinder was a um, like an industrial grinder made for um, like chamfering glass plates. So okay. I had uh, an, an arm on the right side and the left side, and it was all 75 millimeters. It was awesome for kitchen knives because you have such a big surface area. Mm. That's why I'm so looking forward to the upgrade for the Revolution. I can imagine it, it almost feels like cheating using a 75 grinder. <laughs> I have to be honest. <laughs> when, when we got ours, it, things went so smoothly and, and so fast. Have what you ever you... used a 75 grinder, Timo? Um, no, I don't think so. Yeah, maybe. Uh, well, I, when, when I started, I have this, uh, this wood grinder. So it's just the, the basic, very cheap ones with the little disc on the side. Yeah, I saw that on your Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, but they don't, they don't count. No, 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 <laughs> no. But that, that's the only, no, no. For the rest, I only had the, the Botco. Yeah. Okay. Because from what I've seen on your Instagram, you do a lot of very long blades. Yeah, like I like the them. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. Um, and for um, this kind of blade, blades of 75 grinder, would, would make be good, yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. The, I don't know if you saw the dagger I made on my Instagram. Yeah, yeah that, yeah, yeah, that sure. was made on the shitty wood sanding device. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's impressive. If you can um, build something like that on, on such a, um, how to say, shitty machine. Yeah, it was really <laughs> right. shitty. It's stalled. It's like you Bob the it. Builder toys and he makes a dagger like that out of it. It's, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. But you learn a lot, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it, it might be not a bad idea to start out with shitty machines. No, the uh, first two knives was only made with uh, with a floor floor wood, just just wood that, that came out of a floor, with some thick nails, uh, old saw blade, and an angle grinder. That was it. A little bit of uh, sanding paper. Yeah. Yeah, but but then you develop a lot of skills, right? Mm. Um, yeah, just get creative. <laughs> Yeah. Learn how to fix mistakes quickly. Yes, exactly, yeah. mm-hmm. exactly. Or, or make more mistakes. Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> but yeah, it's funny because sometimes I see makers that just 
throwing away knives with such a little flaws that I was like, oh wow, if I throw away all the knives that had these little flaws, I can't imagine. I just I just try to fix it. You can still throw it away afterwards. Maybe maybe if you're like you're like full time and you really need to power through the the knives and the orders, but if you have the time, just try to fix it. There's so many things you can try. I think I think a lot of knife makers have uh, have that problem, and if you would just save them, put them to the side, and then maybe like a year later come back, yeah. you could make yeah, you uh, could totally you fix them. them. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <clears throat> I mean, if you snap the tang off or just something like that, yeah, it's gonna make it a little bit harder. It's gonna be a real small knife then, but like small stuff, yeah, it's easy easy fixes. Sometimes, yeah, so Albert, not you, always. You, you you do classes a lot. Um, do you run into problems like that where people mess up their knives and you have to start over? Or no, st not start over, but we have to f fix stuff all the time. Yeah. I mean, that's I think that's part of the game, um, probably. But I mean, people break tanks, people break blades. Um, last, I mean, we did a. Damascus Fortune class on the weekends and one guy used the end of a Damascus billet for his knife or for the tang of his knife and of course it's the end of the Damascus billet with the um, normal steel um, welded onto it so we had D-lamps um, in the tank so we had to uh, weld it so we had to tick weld it then we had to grind it again so we have to I mean you, you're fixing mistakes all the time but you learn a lot from that we did yeah, we, sure. we didn't even we didn't even know if we could um weld a, a d lamb on, on on top of the tang um with the uh, with damascus but we i mean bernie did it so we didn't do it ourselves but we went over to bernie and said can you do that and that's your tick said, guy right yeah that's our tick guy <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't know either he said no. I, i've never done yeah. that i i can't clean the Nope. different layers um, nope. because you can't go in there with with sandpaper or whatever um so he tried it we grounded and it was perfect you couldn't even see it after that well and it's already shitty so yeah i mean the, the worst thing that you can uh that, that can happen is you fuck it up you know it's yeah. already fucked so yeah uh, but i can i can relate to what you're saying i've been te um, uh, teaching welding to people and and um like in the in those classes um and then, especially when the exams uh, get closer, um, so that you can translate that to like when when you're closer to the end product, then you have to get really, really, really uh, creative to to make them pass the exam. Sometimes, like with welding, it's it's insane what you can fix. It's like the the most horrible horrible mistakes. It's like you can grind it out completely or grind out pieces and then you know everything and but like in classes I, I mean for knife making it's 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 different because there it's not really an exam yeah with with welding classes it's like it, the people that deserve it so they've uh, they've they, they've come to every class and you know you know that they can do it but the stress of the exam is is fucking things up to, uh, for them mm. yeah those are the guys you you'll help out with the exam you know basically hold their hand if if needed but um you know there's also some people that you just like they've they've never shown up and and those those ones were not helping yeah 
Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, welding is something else. I tried my uh, my luck with welding. It's uh, it's a steep learning curve. It is, but I would argue it's the same for uh, for not for knife making. Yeah, of course. So. But I have I have a little welder now. I just need to fix my uh, my power source because uh, yeah, it takes too much power. So I need a, a different uh, different switch, a slower switch, and then on the, oh yeah yeah. What but is it like? Ele elect elect uh, was it uh, stick welder or no 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 make 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 mark nice yeah. Just you can you can build your revolution now, baby. Yeah, with that in mind, I yeah I got it. Well, got it. I found it. Yeah, very nice. It's a different story. Oh yeah, I saw that you yeah, found yeah, it yeah. on a yeah, on a yeah. building site or something. No no no, it was just in an abandoned garage. Wow. Yeah. Just so you stole it. No, no, no! I, I asked. <laughs> it. I asked if I could take it. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I just got a little uh, two-liter gas bottle, so uh, I can uh, I can can start trying some stuff. That's insane. Yeah. What are you doing in the abandoned garage? Working. But what are you doing there? I am um, I'm an asbestos uh, surveyor. So uh, what we do is we uh, check buildings and houses and stuff uh, uh, for asbestos, and then we we write um, an, um, uh, like an advice for it, how it should be maintained or how it should be removed, and if uh, if there are potential risk or it's safe, stuff like that. It's okay. I'm gonna make a link to to someone now. It's always you safety guys that are good at knife making, like ridiculously good. Yeah, it is. Look at um, Earl from Veteran Knives. Mm -hmm. He also has this this special thing for for. I know it's I call it like a talent, but he's also like one of those safety <laughs> safety guys. You know, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Well, it's the attention to detail, I believe. Yeah, mm. I think that it's. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So you're one of those expensive guys that if, if you come check a house and you know you're fucked. Yeah, well, um, I don't think we are the most expensive. I think it's the 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 teams that that uh, that do the scenario. They they're removing yeah. it. Those are the really oh expensive guys. Yeah, we're yeah. we're quite cheap. Uh, we just try to help. When when I was rebuilding my house, I found some, and then we just went the other route, and we just. Uh, put a piece like from like a square, like half a meter. Mm -hmm. If we put it in the in the garbage every, <laughs> every time, yeah, a lot of like people do stuff like that. It's, 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 yeah. yeah, it's it's not safe. I know, but no, but... fucking hell, it's so expensive. <laughs> yeah, Those people the, in the white suits that, come. That's the whole problem. The the people that are making the the rules around it, they made it so crazy expensive and and such a hassle to get things removed that people are just dumping it or like you like you say just. Finding yeah. different ways because some people just can't afford it. I, Whatever I mean, you I could afford it, I just didn't want to. Yeah, you, yeah. You, of course. You I can can't imagine. put that stuff in a fire. Have you, have you guys ever seen asbestos shingles in a fire before? Oh yes, <laughs> it's yeah. like a bomb. I also, yeah, we also do like uh, like um, if there were if there was a fire, we also get called, and then sometimes yeah, it's, it's crazy to 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 see how far these these little little pieces they just blow blow off it's like a couple of hundred yeah, meters. it's like shrapnel just that goes flying 
fire. Yeah. It's really like a, like a hand grenade going off. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it can explode uh, pretty far. Yeah. Jeez, my dad is so fucking noisy. He's in the shop right now. He just came in. Annoying. You need you need like a one of those signs that says on air. That lights yeah. Up. yeah. Like red a light. <laughs> red light in, in Holland means something else. Can't do a red light. Yeah, it's the same thing in Germany. Oh, is it? Is there, <laughs> How do you call that? What's like a hooker in German? Uh, Albert, <laughs> say it. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Ah, come it. on. <laughs> no, I don't know it. Say it. The fancy word for it is prostituierte. No, no, but the um, but the word you wanted to hear is probably hure. Right? <laughs> hure, yeah, it's almost the same. It's almost the same, indeed. Remove one e, and then you have the Dutch uh, word for it. I think that uh, that accounts for a lot of uh, Dutch to German words. Just remove an mm -hmm. e. Yeah. Timo, can I ask you something sure. about your knives? You, you you seem to be in to the Japanese um, blade styles, right? Yes. Because there's so, I mean, there's all kinds of um, Japanese blades on your Instagram page, like the Suchi Hiki and the Bonka and the, Yeah, true. Um, Akiri. Um, but I wanted to ask you about your woodwork. Do do you also do the sires yourself? Yes. And the, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Because they are awesome. They're, they're aligned, right? Because yeah. yeah, I started with it. I, I made, I think, two sayas and one I made for like uh, the for a sujiki with a partial mirror finish. And I put uh, the knife in the first time and it came out all scratched. And then I said, oh, I'm not doing this anymore. So I got like really thin um, suede and I lined the, suji the sayas with the, with that indeed. And it, uh, it works good. Yeah. But I, I use like a three, uh, three sheet of of thin wood so i'm not uh, chiseling out uh, like the original ones okay so i just have one uh, middle piece that is uh, shaped like the uh, yeah around uh, around the, uh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah and then i glue that to one part and then i um, send it down to the right measurement and then i glue it up and i get finished because they look awesome thank you the size. yeah really like i also like making them it's, it's not that hard yeah and it's a nice it's a little nice extra addition. touch to the knife when you get yeah, it. Yeah, it is. Yes. Because, with it. I mean, and, and customers know how to protect their knives. I mean, because the, that's an issue. If you ha only have a drawer at home, yeah, you want to store your knives yeah. safely, then the sire protects the, yeah, exactly. uh, the edge of the knife. Yeah, that's, that, that's that's also a nice thing indeed. And it's nice if the if it, if it's uh, if it's addition to the knife, it's also matching the handle. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't need to, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, it makes it extra luxury. But this suit you're, you're um, using as a liner is leather, right? Oh. Yeah, it's a natural. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Because then you have to be careful with the high carbons, right? Because the there is acid in the leather and it might um, corrode. The yeah, it, it's not leather leather but um yeah i don't know how, how it is. yeah but it is natural but I, I i i don't think i have made one for a carbon steel knife yeah um, it's just been um, um abl so that's uh, that's be not be an issue because i did oh yeah <laughs> and the customer left it in the sire 
but and it it was all r- rusty i mean but, literally completely piece of chunk basically serious <laughs> but, but only from the yeah, leather from the acid that's in the leather no it, it it was somewhat wet when he put it in ah, i see um and he left it on on the sun somewhere for in his, in his kitchen yeah, for okay. for a month and when he took it out it was com- yeah. i mean i had, Did he even I had to manage to get it out that's impressive <laughs> yeah it was hard yeah i can imagine yeah uh, yeah how wet was it when you put it in probably wetter than he told you <laughs> <laughs> yeah but leather, leather will take on the um uh, moisture from the air also like it's always mm-hmm. taking it in and giving it off and I had a uh, yeah. Tony Bose knife from like 1980 uh, that my father had got as a, a gift from Tony Bose. And uh, when they sold the house, he gave me the knife and I took it out and there was all kinds of pits in it and stuff. And it mm. was horrible. But yeah. A really nice knife. But yeah. Not much yeah, that's do. a shame. No, no, no. Yeah. No, that's what I said. I, I, I only did it on, uh, on stainless uh, steel. So uh, no complaints yet, luckily. Yeah. If you do it on high carbon or Damascus, I would use Alcantara. Ah, yeah. That's a, that that that's the that's the thing they use in cars. Yeah, the expensive stuff. Yeah, but that's a synthetic. That's ah, okay. Leather. Okay, cool. Yeah, thanks for the tip. I'll keep that in mind. What is it called? Alcantara. 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 Like a. A L. Like a. Like a synthetic leather. Or? Yeah, it's a. Alcantara, I have the Wikipedia article open. <laughs> Alcantara, because I just Googled the name, so because I wanted to know. Alcantara is the brand name of a synthetic textile with a soft suit-like microfiber pile noted for its durability. That's what they use in fancy cars yeah, for the, the dashboards and stuff. So, and yeah, exactly. Okay, so suede, it's a, like a suede, which would be the backside yeah. of the leather. Yeah, but it's not leather. It's a yeah. synthetic textile. But people keep calling it Alcantara leather, which doesn't make any sense because there is no such, such thing as Alcantara right. leather. It's a synthetic. I material. also thought it was uh, like a natural, uh, natural uh, yeah, material. Yeah, most people, most people do. Mm. But it's a synthetic. Looks so, good though. But that works. That works um, awesome for Damascus blades and high carbon yeah. blades if you want to do a sire. Yeah, it's a good one. Thanks. Sure. And uh, about your blades, um, you the the flat, the flat part of your blade seems to be polished. Yeah, right? yeah. I have this finish, which I I personally really like, but it's a lot of work. Where I yeah, do... it's awesome. But h- how do you do that? <laughs> I uh, I try to grind like a, a um, uh, like the like the Japanese knives also grind, but double beveled. So it's like a yeah. Yeah, I don't know what they call it. Not not really chisel grind. It's it's in between a chisel and a diamond grind, I think. But um, yeah, the top part is just flat, and then the, the bevel steel they keep um, satin, and the flat parts I just uh, polish up. And then uh, when I have the flats polished, I um, I do the the satin on the bevels, and I just mm-hmm. follow the the grind lines of the shinogi. Mm-hmm. But how do you? My question. Was how do you polish um, the flat parts? Do you like the Japanese? Oh no no no! no. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, I just go up to uh, two thousand five hundred grit, um, and then I polish on the on the wheel, and afterwards I have this uh, this this really fine polish, um, which I use afterwards. It's like a like a paste, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's it. So it's just up to two thousand five hundred, and then with a with a black compound on the buffing wheel, 
really carefully, <laughs> but fingers crossed. Well, yeah. <laughs> wasn't uh, Patrick Block uh, fucking around with those stones the other day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's he's diving a little bit into the the J Yeah, indeed. I saw it. Was yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's he's really getting there. So the the you really can't mimic that. Um, yeah, but he's doing the bevels with, indeed. With yeah. Nails. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I just I just do it with sandpaper and then uh, buffing and polishing. I also tried like these um, um, diamond pastes, but yeah, it didn't work out for me. Maybe I've I had too cheap of the the pastes, but I didn't like uh, the way it came out. So uh, I stick to the to the buffing wheel and the uh, modders uh, polish hmm. because they look really really nice, very traditional. Thank you, um, thank you. That that's why I asked because the t Japanese. Bladesmiths and knife makers usually use stones. Yeah, that's true. Even like the small finger stones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, uh, I, I just, I just really inspired by the shapes and stuff. But uh, yeah. just um, have you ever tried using the small finger no, stones? No, 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 no. I would want to try it, but uh, yeah. that's only for psychopaths, I think. They also do that for like the harmons. You have these, yeah. these special. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I'm. I could be wrong, but I'm. I thought they had like these special uh, Japanese stones that had some sort of acid in them, and even with polishing them, the harmon pops more because of the the acid in the oh. stones, mm -hmm. in the finger stones. So the polish you're using, you said uh, mother's polish, I believe. That's like um, for buffing cars and yeah. stuff, right? Yeah, true. Yeah. That's the the final yeah. step. Turtle wax, somewhat like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it gives a really nice shine to it, so uh, that's the final step. But I do really take that off because it also leaves like a almost like a greasy finish. I do take that one off with some alcohol, just to be sure. Yeah, little tip, little tip with the mother's polish. If you have a a car and the headlights are kind of like foggy yeah. and yellowish, polish yeah, them up. They look brand new again. Yeah, it just doesn't last that long. Yeah, such an informative podcast. This is yeah. really helpful. Yeah. My God, you look at the value. They bring in the value, right? They bring in the value. But you don't do any forging, right? You do stock removal. Yeah, I do stock removal uh, at my own uh, workshop. But sometimes, like uh, like I told, I go to Jeroen and I do some uh, some forging. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so the, the laminate, the steels, and the Damascus you do at a different shop then? Yeah, the forging I do, but I just finished them in my uh, my own shop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I, uh, why I go to Jeroen. That sucks that you can't do it at home. Yeah, true. But do you do you enjoy the forging part? Yeah. Of yeah. Nothing? Yeah, it's 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 nice. Um, it's it's hard to put my finger on what's so nice about it but i think it's just uh, seeing the metal move and yeah i think it's also the the fact that i'm i'm together with jeroen he has so much knowledge and yeah. we, we discuss food and knives and everything i think that also contributes to the to the enjoyment but uh, yeah it's, it's a nice uh, it's also a little little bit of a workout so yeah i like it it's cool it's it's, it's relaxing have you have you seen um albert's shop before online timo do you follow uh, I, I didn't until like half an hour ago, but um, I didn't really check out the shop yet. Is it something I should see? Uh, you definitely, he's got so, a, yeah. how, how many power hammers you got now? Four, five? Five. 
Five. Five. Fucking hell. And a rolling we, we mill? A, a, and a press? No, not one. Three. We three. bought a new power hammer and a rolling mill last week. Uh, because we're lunatics, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Fucking insane. I think is that is that from you or is that from from Andy? Because Andy's the uh, addicted to the power hammers, right? Yeah, but that's contagious. <laughs> yeah, that that's something else. These power hammers. I think. What, Lash... what are you, you? What are you using, Timo, when you're forging? Um, yeah, you mean what? 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 Uh, what Jeroen what, has? What machines like a press? Yeah, Jeroen has this is... uh, this uh, this small tabletop press that we use, mm -hmm. and for the rest, it's just uh, hammers. But also, Jeroen made this device for doing the twist bars. Ah, yeah, it's mm -hmm. really really nice machine. Works uh, really well. But, uh, we used it the last time. I was really impressed with how that worked. But for the rest, it's just uh, just hammers and the the press. So he so does I, this complicated 200 layers something the mask feather Damascus all on his breast. It's quite impressive. Yeah, yeah. So I have like a thingy. I would. Uh, I've been waiting to tell you, Albert. Yeah. I'm just opening my Dropbox, uh, my shared Dropbox with uh, Mr. Housemaid. Mm -hmm. Guess what's in there. York script. <laughs> nah, not yet. Not yet. It's I don't um, know. It's the files for the for the Helios. Ah, you ah. still need the logo, right? I, I forgot need... to send you the logo. No, it's okay. I, I didn't convert it to, to metric yet, so it's okay. uh, it's, <laughs> it's fine. But I was just looking at it and it was like he put it in there like a week ago. <laughs> But That's now we the, can build it, right? Or you can build it, the Helios. Uh, yeah, but the first one is going to be yours, I think. Yeah, awesome. That's the uh, the so, double wide ribbon burner. Yeah, but it's uh, it's it's not just. I've I've uh, had some talks uh, with Brian about it. They, he actually made some changes to the design for uh, us because there were some things that, that were not optimal yet. <clears throat> because the the one for Baker Forge is the first one they they did, and obviously uh, it, it got some uh, like some some little things, and um, so we actually have like a better version. Ah, cool. And uh, but it's not just two like like two Apollo forges. It's, it's completely different. Okay. It's uh, awesome. Can so. you bring it to Solingen? <laughs> <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, you... man. You, you could awesome. display an Apollo Forge and a Helios Forge. That'll, uh, yeah, yeah, we might have to <clears throat> get with uh, Keith about that because yeah. <laughs> if you put that thing in there, there's, there's going to be hardly any room for anything else. Oh, we got room. No worries. I guess you're so bringing Timo, a truck Timo, you were talking about a machine to make the uh, twist Damascus. Um, sure. I think that you that you worked a little bit with, or had some help from Sid Knives. Yeah, also. when you first started. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah true. He uh, he bought a machine, and maybe this is the same thing that you mean. It was for um, threading pipe, like if you were in, in yeah, exactly. installing water yeah. pipes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of converted over that works great. A lot of power yeah. those machines to. Yeah, crazy. If you don't watch out, they just twist it all apart 
Yeah. So you kind of you kind of gotta like blow compressed air to the parts you don't want to twist to cool it down yeah. a little and yeah. work on it. Exactly yeah. like that. Yeah. I was really wondering how uh, um, how good of uh, how how it works. It was it's, uh, it was amazing. <laughs> he was just yeah. talking about it and yeah, he can he can talk a lot to me, but I just sometimes I just have to see it to to understand how it works. But uh, I was really amazed. It's really a nice uh, nice way of doing it. Because we yep. did a twist uh, bar before here at the machine, just by hand, and it's 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 yeah, it's the work you get done in like two or three heats. You with hand with hand uh, twisting, it's like ten heats, I think. Yeah. But I don't know if uh, Sid had it from um, from Jeroen or the other way around, but uh, it works. Mm-hmm. No, he messaged me a while back. Was trying to come up with a machine and he found an old one uh, online. I don't know where, where he got it, but we talked a little bit about it. And I think by the time he finished it, he, since then, he really hasn't had time to make knives. He's been working He's building, on, building his house. house. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. In a new workshop. And... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy to see uh, how much work he has done. He tore down a whole house and now he's rebuilding a full house with a big shop, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's cool to see he's just doing it all by himself with the help of friends and family, I think. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, for the cost of house house building these days, you kind of kind of have to get help to do it. It's insane what everything costs right now. Yeah, same here. It's some fuckery everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's expensive to get a house, and if you have a house and you're trying to renovate it, it's also expensive and a long waiting time, so... Yeah. Yeah, forget about the house, just buy some more power hammers. (laughs) 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 It's going to be crowded if I put a power hammer on my shop. It's really small. Hey, Matt. Yeah. Albert went full-time this year. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) So how's that working out for you? It's good. I've been almost full time for two years now. Cool. That's awesome. Now, now my boss retired, and I always said that I'm gonna quit when he retires, and so he retired, and now I'm full time. So I quit. This you, is the way. Have you always wanted yeah. wanted to go full time? Always a dream. Yeah, Just, it was. Okay. I mean, that's why I spent so much time in the mm. in the shop. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. And it's still a lot of fun. So that's the most important. Yeah. 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 I'm afraid if I if I would go like full time or even dedicate a full day of it, it's. Uh, I'm curious if uh, if the fun stays or if it's gonna gonna be like a necessity to do it. And uh, for me, depends on how you look at it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. If you treat it like a job, yeah, then it'll it'll become a job. Yeah, that's true. But I think the important so, thing is to is to build up your um, the tooling and everything. And make sure you have the right equipment that makes the job easier and more efficient that's also before effective, you go yeah. full time. Yeah, yeah. And with our concept, it's a bit different because we are not just building knives. Um, we have so many different things to do, like with the classes, with the tools, yeah, with also... the steel we do for Keith. Yeah. Um, uh, and the knives, of course. So there's, there's a lot of variety. Um, 
yeah that's cool that makes it that makes it easier and then that what that's also what makes it fun yeah i can imagine if if i don't want if i don't want to do a knife um i'm not gonna do a knife yeah if you have that freedom (laughs) that's that's i'm uh... I'm gonna do some something else because keith is always happy if i build new vices so then i'm (laughs) (laughs) so financially albert are, are you better off now no, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But I, but I knew that before. But yeah. it's way more fun. I yeah. mean, you tra- when you start out full time, I guess what you, the, the trade off is you lose a bit of money, but you um, gain a lot of fun. And freedom, um, I hope. And freedom, yeah. So. And mental stability. I mean, I've 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 always had a lot of freedom, so I'm I'm not complaining. That's about, good. Um, How old are you, Albert? Forty. 40 kids turned 41 is it is it actually one doctor one one teenager is it doctor doctor albert right yeah but only for people i don't like (laughs) is is it it's like a prince albert is that the same as 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 over here (laughs) of course (laughs) yeah yeah you're a prince albert for sure I like... have one kid and she's 14 now, so she's a teenager. God, teenage girls. <laughs> and is she uh, interested in knife making at all? Or does she come to the shop with you? Um, she did an internship. Uh, yeah, internship. That's what it's called in my shop. Yeah. Cool. She had to do. She had to do um, it for school, mm-hmm. um, and she went. She thought she went the easy way and just asked her dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Boy, did she learn. But, yeah, boy, did she learn because she had to, I mean, she really had to work. She had to build, I mean, she made her own knife, cool. um, but she she really had to make a knife um, in, I think it was three days or something, which is um, quite fast for a 10 or, or 11 year old back then. It's fast for but me. finish. <laughs> No, not the mirror, uh, a satin finish, but she, but she also had um, to make her own leather sheath for it. Oh wow! So she, 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 she so she did the whole program. That's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Let and now she loves else. the knife, but she was com- she was complaining. Of course. <laughs> of course. It's a teenager. But, but now, yeah. But I had two um, students then. There was another kid, a, a boy, and he was super into knives. Um, he was he was already a knife nerd at, at age ten or eleven, um, cool. so he he motivated her to to also properly do the work. Oh, that's um, cool. And now the now the both of them have their own knives, that's which nice. is very nice. Yeah, that's awesome. You gotta yeah. you gotta keep that boy around. If he's <laughs> no, but if he's already like a knife nerd at age ten or eleven, then yeah, that's that's, that's, that's yeah quite young. Yeah. Have you always always been um, interested in knives? I mean, always. I think since the age of fourteen or something. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I got my first knife when I was eight from my mom. We 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 went to a shop and she bought me my first knife. Like a pocket knife. But I got a pocket knife exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, that's what most boys had back yeah. then. Yeah. 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 Um, and then my my uncle made me my first handmade knife when I was I think fourteen or fifteen. Oh wow, that's, that's nice. And then I I I got interested in handmade knives. Yeah, that's a, that's a young uh, introduction. That's nice. Yeah, 
What about you? When did you get into knives? Well, I always been into interested in uh, like pocket knives when I was young, also, but nothing too spectacular. I have this uh, one uh, rip off um, Swiss Army knife I had, and then I got like a a, a multi tool of my dad, and then it all stopped a little bit, and I went uh, working and stuff, and interest gained a little bit more towards um, uh, like the chef knives. And then I had a small period of, uh, again, back to the pocket knives. And then I, that's the point uh, which all also started sharpening myself, uh, like the mm -hmm. kitchen knives. Uh, well, at least trying and learning. But, um, yeah, the, 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 the making, it really started in 2019, the interest of that. It's just a little bit by, uh, by mistake. I had this old saw blade and I saw a video of, I think it was Outdoors 55 making a knife mm -hmm. out of, uh, out of a saw blade or stuff. And I thought, ah, if he can do it, I can do it. And I had all, uh, snowballed from there. Very nice. cool. I think a lot of people start there. Yeah. It's, it's a yeah. good, it's a good point to start. YouTube and then yeah. say, I could I could do that. Yeah, there's so much knowledge on YouTube these days. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like a Wikipedia, yeah. but then like reliable. Yeah, not all of it. <laughs> no, but you can see when I, I, I mean, like like if you just read text, it's it's hard to yeah yeah yeah. Like reading text for me is also is, is is really bad. <laughs> yeah. I really have to do to learn. But but what I always when people ask me if you have like a, like a tip for new makers and, and stuff, the thing that I say is, is just go onto YouTube, look up stuff, but really try to uh, learn the stuff that makes sense to you because there are so many people saying this is the only way and this is the mm. only way for this and this is the only way for that. But just listen to all the different ways and then try to find the way that works for you because there isn't just one way to do stuff. And like, don't get caught up in just only watching videos the whole time. At some point, you actually just gotta you have do, to it do it. Try it yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? get off yeah. your ass and yeah. do it. Yeah, you have to yeah. put in the work, of course, obviously, and see where your flaws and are. With my second knife, I wanted a two by seventy-two, and then I never made a knife again. <laughs> so you started a company <laughs> building them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically what happened. Well, cool. So you did make a knife. I I, I made a knife somewhere. Yes. Show it. Bring it to Soling with you. <laughs> it's it's on my Instagram. Is it? Yeah, very it just all the way at the bottom. I'm, I think. I'm I'm after after the podcast. I'm gonna scroll. Yeah, it's, it's the one knife that no one wants to make. You have to start somewhere, no? Yeah. You can only start with one. I knife. was a big fan of those um, those fucking uh, outdoor cooking uh, videos. Okay. Yeah, cool. And everyone had like a Serbian chef knife. Ah, the Serbian cleaver. <laughs> yeah. I got asked quite uh, quite sometimes uh, to make a Serbian yeah. cleaver, but uh, nope, nope, not for me. I want a Serbian cleaver that that Keith made. That's gonna be uh, next year's charity raffle. Serbian cleavers from everybody. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna make any money though, but well, not sure about that. A lot of people like this. Weird yeah, knives, yeah, yeah, yeah. like like a spit. No, they are quite popular. Yeah, actually. Like yeah they are. They they're very popular. But I feel like they are really popular among people not, that not, yeah. not not really into cooking, but no. watching yeah, guys yeah. cook <laughs> with a knife like that and throwing onions in the air and catching them with a 
knife. Yes, but those Polish, the, how they call? There's two. I think it's Polish guys in the woods. Yeah, yeah. And their videos are fucking awesome, man. It, it's nice to see what they make, but uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, of course. If you look at it like a chef, then okay. But the way there's some videos where they fucking handle like like uh, chicken breasts mm. in a certain way. <laughs> the comments underneath that are just all fucking females going insane. <laughs> it's yeah. very funny. Yeah. Yeah, but no Serbi clips for me. I'll, I'll make you no. a Nakiri, but uh, that's where it stops. It's okay, like a sharpened spade. I'm just going to check if I wasn't lying. If it's still on my, uh, on my Instagram. So Timo, so. do you take do you are you taking custom orders and stuff, or you just make whatever you make and then put them up for sale? How does no, that work? No, I'm, I'm taking custom orders indeed. Um, I do sometimes um, um, in between. I just make stuff that I like or that's on my mind that need 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 to be made, <laughs> um, and then I put them up for uh, for sale. But um, yeah, mostly it's just uh, uh, custom orders. But, more. but how do people find you all on Instagram? Yeah. Uh, on Instagram, indeed, and but also just my. Uh, I used to be a chef, so uh, I have uh, and I know some some people in the in the culinary business, and they uh, they speak to each other and they find me, and colleagues and friends and family and uh, all that gets uh, spoken around. So mouth to mouth for the advertisement. Mouth to ass advertising. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm really. Uh, it's time for a webshop, or well, at least a website. But I'm really yeah. dreading to make one. But I need to. It's, uh, it's, it's long enough. A lot of people ask for, uh, for websites, and it's, it's, it's better and easier for than uh, to show your work than Instagram. So. Yeah. I think Instagram. I've I've been listening to the last podcast, and um, we had a like we had a discussion about that. But Instagram is mostly for like meeting other knife makers. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of customers. Not much. Well, there there are some, but I think seventy mm. percent of the people that follow me are knife makers, and the rest are maybe chef or people like that. But most of them are knife makers. Yeah. That's why Instagram works so good for me. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the same with knife shows. Yeah, knife, knife shows for yeah. sure. Yeah. Definitely. <clears throat> so Instagram is one big-ass knife show. Yeah, you can say that. Yeah, but, yeah but, but there are a lot of people that are really selling really good from uh, Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> A website is a lot of work, and I I notice a lot a lot of um, knife makers uh, start out make a website, and then like you said, you have so much work uh, from just word of mouth, people telling other people, and of all of a sudden the website's like two years old, and the knives are all been sold out, and they yeah. never update anything. Yeah, I think, I think I think it might be better maybe start with some kind of just like a newsletter thing when you, you tell somebody to go to your Instagram, sign up when you get something ready to go. Yeah, that's yeah, also I, first come first serve. Power of, of newsletters is yeah. very mm-hmm. underrated. Yeah, yeah, I think I I would also use in the beginning at least I would use the the website more like a um, like a portfolio, 
more than like just a to show you web shop. Yeah. Yeah, 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 to see what's what's what are the possibilities and yeah, yeah. Because I don't have that much uh, stuff regularly available without it being a custom order. Mm. Cool. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of places to sell to. There's oh, we got um, in in Austria. The, uh, there's Klingenland, and you got um, what are the other ones? Modern cooking that you can get, oh, yeah. maybe yeah. get into. We do what do we have in Holland, Timo? Yeah, I was just thinking about that. That not much. I think uh, we have some some web shops like Mesa Slippers, and um, we do have um, um, some local, just like cooking uh, cooking shops. But I don't think we have. Well, there's not do really no. a place or something. No, no I don't think so. Maybe uh, you should start one. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't think there's like a really uh, dedicated. Yeah, we do have um, in Amsterdam. We have um, what are they called? Yeah, coffee shops. No, yeah, also a lot of them. <laughs> no, but there is um, Firma Hoes of or Moes in Amsterdam. Oh, yeah, they also sharpen, right? Yeah, and yeah. Rangel Rangelroy, Elwin. Yeah, he also sells knives. Yeah. We do have some, but it's all just just guys with uh, with, with one shop selling knives. Those are, yeah. They sell custom knives too. Um, not sure. I think Firma Musta sell a lot of Japanese knives, but I don't know if they mm-hmm. sell custom knives. No, I don't think so. Maybe they do, but I think. Um, Alvin van Rangelroy, and uh, I'm not sure what uh, what his shop is named, but he also has this shop, and uh, um, yeah, he also sharpens. I think he contacted like a couple of uh, Dutch knife makers to sell uh, knives, but I'm not sure if uh, if it all went through. Mm. I doubt that works. It it, uh, it might, but I'm you'd be surprised. Sure. Take take some yeah. of knives, go visit them, talk to the people. You'd be surprised <clears throat> what happens when you ask somebody. Yeah, to get your business going. That's, yeah. that's true. Just, I, had, just... I had one, um, um, oh, what is his name? It's a guy who just recently started uh, in Sweden, I think, a new knife shop. Um, he was wanting to sell a sujiki of mine in his shop, but yeah, it, it's, it's, I needed to sell it so cheap for him to make a profit out of it. It just wasn't worth for yeah. me. I mean, it's nice to have a, sh- uh, a knife in a, in a Swedish knife shop, but yeah, not not to lose money on. No, it it, de- it defeats the purpose, mm. right? It's yeah. I mean, it's yeah, just a hobby for me, but still, I'm not keen on just giving at, stuff the same, away. At the same time, you got a knife with your name on it hanging in a shop, and you have the chance for hundreds and hundreds of people to see your knife, and maybe they'll look and try to find you somewhere, and then talk to you and order a knife. Outside of the shop, you know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's true. That's true. Maybe just start a little bit more local first. Yeah. Just your website right in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right on the like, blade. Like a QR and code. Yeah. 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 So, Matt, you got to read off the uh, patron list? Yeah, give me the list. I don't have the list. 
So we, we got keep asking uh, this every time. <laughs> I'll do it. You can't mute yourself while you're talking, Matt. I know. So I fucking pressed the wrong button. So you guys, if you want to help um, finance our podcast a little bit, you can find us on Patreon at WFI Europe Podcast. We got nine patrons right now. We got Christoph Stiegler from Country Knives, Sven from Nord Artisan. <laughs> we got Johan Fagelin from Fagelin Bladesmith, Travis Haynes from Bird Forge, Roy Rutten, Mark Vandoeff from White Team Blades, Shea Chan, and we got our Shea our new co-host Albert Angelberger from Salzburg Mason Schmied, and the guest we had on last week, Paul Balletta from Balletta Handmade. Oh, see, Paul did us a solid. Nice. Yep. So how are we gonna? So how are we gonna? Know, uh, did you hear about the deal that we always do here? The deal? Oh, uh, he doesn't know yet. No. Tell me. Who's gonna hey. tell him? You owe, us a, a, you owe us one euro a month. You're a Patreon on now. <laughs> yeah. Ah, okay. So, so the, the you signed a contract that you'll become a patron after this episode. Okay, show me the contract, please. <laughs> <laughs> it was all a setup. Yes, this is how we get patrons. Ah. Smart move. Now you got... Yeah. Matt, you got something to complain about this week? Should we do the skit? Um, I was going to go last, actually. So don't start with me. Welcome to Wanker of the Week. week, 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 week. Yeah, I'll, I'll go then if you don't have it. And this is, okay, is going to be a recurring event, I think. The goddamn post Austrian post office. Oh my god! I, th- I don't want to hear it. <laughs> uh, I think I got three packages back this week. Um, Tell me that the package is too big for what I paid for a label, which is absolutely not true. Got one from I can't even remember where I sent it to. They sent it back, and it cost me twenty two euros for the return postage for because sake. because they said the guy wasn't home. Uh, I don't know. You fill out all the paperwork. You give them an email address and a telephone number so that they can contact the person. They didn't even try to and send it back. That's it. I wouldn't pay and, that. I wouldn't pay that. End of the deal. Okay. I'm never home. I'm never home though. When it happens, that's the problem. And I tell my wife and my my mother in law every single time when a package comes back, ask them why it came back. If they said it's a package too small, give them a tape measure. I think these people don't know how to use a tape measure or something. I, I don't know what's going on. You, I told you this before. Get with a bigger That's it. company or something. I know. Tomorrow I got uh, like 800 kilos of G10 to put away. And if I have any time in the afternoon after that, I'm going to set up a new Do account because, somewhere. Oh, man. And link it to your website and whatever. At this point, I don't care if it costs me like a hundred bucks a month you, extra or whatever. Do you manually? Do you manually put orders like uh, you manually make the labels? Well, I, I like after somebody pays, um, I have it set so that I manually say that it's okay and print the label out myself. Yeah, but I just push a button and I have a, a label printer that prints it out on a big sticker. But is it like, and then you go to the post office and pay for their sh- shipping? Yeah. 
Yeah, oh. I, I mean, I, wow. I live I live out in the Keith. country. Nobody nobody comes to my house to pick anything up. I live in the country. You don't have to like, but there, I, I can't imagine that fucking Austria is is in 1999 or something. Come on, yeah, there has like to be like fifty a, years can, behind the U.S. Yeah, my God. <laughs> but it's a reoccurring thing. The shipping, I hear it everywhere. Yeah, it, every it's country, some fuckery. Maker, I wasn't every... gonna do this, but now I I am gonna do this. <laughs> Our lovely guest from last week. Mr. Paul Balletta, yeah. um, he didn't receive his vendor center, and it's fucking gone. Oh wow! Why not? No, it's gone. Damn! They can't fucking find it anywhere. Fucking idiots! <laughs> hey, I, I had one come back. I had one. Uh, I sent a piece of a couple pieces of steel from uh, <clears throat> from Tobias Angler, mm. and the guy wrote to me a few times that it hadn't moved in a few days. So I looked it up. Uh, sent a message to the post office. Um, by the time they got back to me, I got I got the piece of steel back in the mail, um, and they and they wrote back to me. On I got it back on the fourteenth. They wrote on the on the fourteenth that it was delivered in his country, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. no, it's here at my house. I just paid for yeah, it, wow. like, but I didn't say anything. It's, so so ooh, I put the I put it through that it never showed up in the value and gave them all the receipts. Let's see if they pay me for it, even though they sent it back and they don't even know that they did. I hope they do. Maybe they do. Yeah, yeah. Gotta listen to our podcast. podcast, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Have a snitch. Fucking bullshit. Yeah. Okay. Shipping. Albert. Yes. Wanker of the week. My wanker of the week. My wanker of the week is people who cut on ceramics and glass with custom made (laughs) knives. I had a, I had a customer complaint this week. That's a good one. That that my knives um, or my knife dulls so fast. Um, and I was asking what she's cutting on, and she said glass and ceramics. And then I sent her oh, a video because there's female. there's a there's a video online where people did tests and then um, took a look at the at the edge with a magnifying glass or a microscope. Yeah. And I sent her the video and told her that's. That's what's going to happen if we cut on glass and ceramics. I mean, it's it's harder than steel, and the fine edge dulls. Yes, but it's it's also <laughs> people think that it's more hygienic, but it's it's the other way around. It's so crazy. I mean, glass is glass and ceramic is pretty hygienic, no, but no, the the, the I, I recently saw a video of, of of people that actually tested it, and the fact that all the like the bacteria stay on top of the surface and don't get into the surface uh, which is my uh, antibacterial it's it's okay. it's yeah, multiplying yeah. and they test it with wood and plastic and i think glass or ceramic one of uh, one of either and and the oh, wood okay. was uh, they found the least amount of growing and yeah. um, remaining um um how do you say bacteria, bacteria. on, on yeah, the wood yeah, yeah. I, I knew that this happens with um, plastic cutting mm. boards because um, the bacteria can grow yeah. in the small cuts in also, the, the board. Oh my God, I, I didn't also, know that it's man. also happening on ceramic. Yeah, it, glass, it, it which, just which stays on top and gets easily moved around okay. uh, with wood. It just gets into the wood a little bit and then the uh, yeah. antibacterial um, yeah, 
It's an acid, yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. if you're using an oak cutting yeah. board, there's so much acid yeah. in it that it kills bacteria. Yeah, I, I knew that it's um, that that's what's happening with um, plastic cutting boards. I didn't know that it's also happening with glass and ceramics. This I should have told yes. her. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the amount of fucking bullshit that's online about hygiene and stuff yeah, is it's insane. Crazy. It's fucking insane. Like we need more like hygiene. It's it's we don't need more hygiene we need fucking more bacteria and make us stronger again yeah. that's what we need it's a lo- i don't know about that but <laughs> people have been using wooden cutting boards for and ages for a reason and i think yeah and yeah. i think no one ever died from bacteria in a wooden cutting no, board no. at least not that i've no, heard but also of, it, right? it's forbidden <laughs> and like um I, i'm not sure if it's still but when i when i used to work as a chef it, it was forbidden mm-hmm. to have the wooden uh, chopping boards you have to have yeah like the, yeah because uh, all that plastic in your fucking food it's is so, so much better yeah yeah exactly yeah. so it's so weird it yeah it used to be forbidden in austria too but now it's um permitted. okay it's you just so nice. crazy board. when you go for, for that very yeah. for that very reason there's been there has been these studies mm. um which showed that um you, you can even um cut meat yeah, and stuff yeah. and it wouldn't cut it's yeah. like a butcher yeah. block they always Did use you, wood did you no, s- but you're permitted to do so in ah, Austria. Okay. Did you oh, s- did nice. you see the the videos about people are actually eating like raw chicken now on Instagram and stuff? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw a guy. It's crazy. There's there's one guy that's just he's posting a video of him eating a, like raw chicken every day until he gets a tummy ache, <laughs> wow. and he's not getting a tummy ache. Like I don't know if that's real, but I mean he's definitely chewing on fucking raw chicken and eating it. Yeah. Even so. even if I didn't get sick of it, I would just I wouldn't enjoy raw chicken. No, no, me neither. <laughs> I prefer it cooked. But like a chicken sushi. Like um, we need to get less figgly about it and just um, yeah, I agree. There is one to, one kind wood. of wood that is not good for a cutting board. That's bamboo. Bamboo, right? It's not a wood. Yeah. It's grass. Yeah, yeah. yeah, grass. Yeah, you're right. But wow. I agree. I mean, but. But they sell them in like every yes like everywhere cheap store yeah even expensive yeah, it's stores the, probably the most popular cutting board in ikea yeah yeah made yeah. Out yeah. Of bamboo. oh yeah. no is that okay they used oh, to have like this really big one with this little ledge <laughs> i you think can... i have one of those yeah but the old <laughs> ones are are uh i think beach or something i have an old one which i broke yeah. and i uh, i borrowed it from my dad i used to uh, I I needed to get a big one. one yeah ah okay yeah they have they have different stuff but the new ones they are uh, a lot of them are in the, indeed uh, bamboo i want that's uh, if there's someone listening or if you guys know someone that actually makes like awesome cutting boards and uh, yeah, I want I a new, yeah i need me, i need like too. a full set yeah yeah, yeah albert's got a guy also, like right a, in this building that makes them i made two. magnetic yeah. um, also the magnetic the, the knife boards Sure. Oh, I need I need a cool set. He he, he even does octagonal, um, end grain. Oh wow! Uh, uh, knife. That's box. cool. Are they? Uh, oh man! I I need. Hook me up. Yeah, I will. But they're extremely expensive. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe give me the friend. Uh, the the friend. Uh, how do you call call that? The friend discount. Yeah. Or else you're not getting I, I, your emails. I, 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 so. I can, I can ask him. Yeah, but I'm not doing it. A, a, a colleague of ours. Is I don't care. Doing. Get it done. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, the good the good chopping board with end grain is uh, it's really nice. Yeah, I just want a cool set and then throw away all that fucking garbage I have. 
it's a lot of work though, but it's nice. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. Oh no, I'm I'm willing to pay for it as long as it's not like like uh, uh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a fucking billionaire. <laughs> how ma how many do you need? <laughs> what, boards. Yeah. Uh, what, two. Because I can build them for you. I've I've made I think twenty end grain cutting boards. Oh. So I I can do one. No, I, so maybe two. maybe we can trade. <laughs> you just need a good okay, plane. What do you need? Yeah, but we have a woodworking yeah, shop in our like a professional yeah, woodworking nice. shop in our I building. Nice. I, I just made it the with, the, with with the shit I have. Yeah. It was a struggle. A lot of sanding. This big yeah, grinder. It's it's way easier if you have like proper yeah. Good yeah. I did got the the, the blocks like the end grain blocks. Uh, I, I did get them um, planed, but for the rest it was all sanding and sanding yeah. and sanding and even more sanding. Cool. But, uh, Let's trade something, Albert. Yeah, we'll do. What do you need? A, a Helios, yeah, but you knew that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna make a lot of more boards <laughs> for fucking Helios. <laughs> So we got uh, two people haven't done their wanker yet, Matt with Matt and Tim. You guys got one? Gonna be like a just a, a person in general today? Yeah, <laughs> of course. Well, it's, it's just a small one that just popped up in my mind. We uh, we got our new bed delivered today, finally. But the guy that was putting the bed together, he put stuff up against our freshly painted wall, and now we have all scratches and scuffs on our freshly painted wall. So he's yeah. the wanker oh, of the week. Damn. Maybe even wanker of the month for me. <laughs> yeah. Damn, fucker. Yeah. What are you doing here if you just, just have a new bed? Yeah, that was what I was wondering myself. <laughs> no, it's too early, too early. <laughs> So yeah, that's the wanker. It should get fixed though, but still, it's annoying. Mm. Matt? My wanker of the week? Yeah. It's not Toby again, is it? It is Toby. <laughs> it is Toby. He, yeah. he, he wanted to, he keeps asking me if he could be on the podcast like weekly now and it's getting annoying so wanker of the week i heard i heard you had a little surprise guest spot on his podcast. yeah it was in in their podcast i actually called him for something else and he was like uh, it's just i don't even know what he said he, he was something like uh about that doesn't I, the only thing i heard was him ending with uh is this the person that doesn't make their own logo or something something like that because like we stole the logo of the work for podcast thingy with permission yeah then i said uh, am i live yes then i told all their listeners that uh, they should go listen to a real podcast which is ours and then i called them cunts and left <laughs> yeah it's pretty cool i was actually talking to him about uh our America trip because he's also going to uh, Blade Show, and it looks like we're going to be uh, spending some time together. Uh, yeah, he's been complaining is... about it that he uh, he's going to bring like sandwiches to eat and stuff because he can't afford to go out. And... 
he is such a fucking <laughs> wimp. He's always fucking complaining about anything, everything. No, but uh, I like him. Maybe if we get enough patrons, we can afford to uh, finance the three of us to go to Blade Show. Well, there was a thing that I needed to... Are you going or not, Keith? Uh, were you uh, were you on the last episode last week on the podcast yeah. with us? Or, yeah. What did I say? Yeah. No. I said yeah. I said no. Oh, and you said yes? <laughs> no, I'm not going. This year I can't. No. But on the phone you said yeah. No, that must have been a different Keith. <laughs> oh, God damn it. That was the real Keith. Okay, but you booked a hotel room? I did. It's canceled already. Or oh, did you, you need fuck. the room? Yeah, <laughs> not not me. Toby needs it. Uh, I said I will ask Keith on the podcast, so I did, but it it's was, not available anymore. It was so. a good price too because I ordered it like a year ago. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I said. I was like, Keith probably has asked. one. I should yeah. have asked if anybody wanted to take it. Yeah, you always think about yourself only. I know. So, do you guys want like an extra question? Is it going to be the dilemma question? Uh, yeah. Bring it. Nope. It wasn't. It wasn't like a, a question you can say no to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Are we going to answer all three, four? Sorry. Yeah. What do I say? Okay. I think I don't Here have much of a choice now. Nope. <laughs> Would you rather drink a vomit from a dark alley ground or puke in your mouth every time someone said your name? Um, I would go with the last option because not many people say my name. They also always say the wrong name. So, yeah, I would go with that one. <laughs> I would say your name so many times. <laughs> you don't know my real name, so it's I'm I'm good. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll get to that. <laughs> I'm gonna say the same thing because nobody can say my name in Austria. There's only I think only the knife makers can say it. Everybody says kite keys. <laughs> kite. Keys. Keys. Keys is uh, like like small stones in Austria. Yeah, keys. Okay, this is a stupid one. <laughs> it was an easy one. <laughs> no, I was. I would go with the first option. <laughs> ah, nice. I think so. Yeah. I, I would too. No, because because wants. it opens for, for for people who don't like you. It opens up so much possibilities yeah. for them to annoy you. So I'm not gonna give anyone a power. Ah, I didn't think about that. I'd 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 just do it once and be done with it. So. Okay. First option for me. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna like to, to officially welcome you to to the uh, to the podcast, uh, Albert. Thank you. I'm uh, <laughs> I have uh, like a, a good one for you. Here we go. Uh, which <laughs> oh, this one is so fucking bad. <laughs> would you rather go down on on your grandpa or have your grandma go down on you? Oh fuck. That's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, 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 it's not a wrap. Hmm. That's a tough yeah, one. Yeah, we have to answer. Hmm. I guess I would 
take my the grandma option because I mean, yeah, at least it's not gay. Take them so. both. No. <laughs> like a tracer. Yeah, that's what I, that, that's yeah, what I, I know. No, that doesn't work here. <laughs> All or nothing. Oh my god, no. Option two. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, that's disgusting. But you didn't answer. Option two. Right. Uh, option two. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because it's not gay, so. Okay, that's why. I mean, that's better than. I, I mean, yeah. Keith? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Answer. <laughs> I said take them both. Dad, you just fucking honored it, you asshole. Timo. It's going to be hard. I don't have any uh, grandpas or grandmas left, so I think this is out yeah. of discussion. <laughs> oh, that's not fair. You're ruining the question. <laughs> Just answering. I don't either, by the way, and I still answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and no one said they had to be. They had to be alive. Oh wow. <laughs> okay, that is a wrap. And then, fucking hell. All right, Timo. Where can everybody find you? Uh, on Instagram, on Zuck uh, What is it? I changed it recently. T-Sack so, Handmade Knives. Yeah, T-Sack Handmade Knives, yeah. It's, it's, it's changed from, uh, it used to be uh, Basement Made, but uh, I'm mm -hmm. not in the basement anymore, so it's uh, it's Tuck Handmade Knives now okay. on Instagram. Uh, also, nice. I uh, am on Facebook, but I don't really do much there, so the best thing is just to go to Instagram. If you guys need some asbestos removal quotes, give him a call. And Keith, now you have to go to his Facebook and find his worst picture. Oh, yeah, I'm on lot. it. I got it. There are a lot. <laughs> there are a lot. If you can find one where he actually fits in the picture, because this dude is huge. <laughs> He's like six six meters high. Six meters, wow. And we got a new host, Albert. If nobody knows where to find him yet. I don't know what to tell you, but Albert's on... Uh, <laughs> Southwick Messerschmied, yeah, Ox yeah. Tools, or else Albert, you got like three, three, four things going, right? And and Messermanufaktur.at. That's right. Yeah. And Matt, nobody cares. Talk to you next week. Yep. yep. Fuck out of here. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>